I am super excited. This is our 200th episode. And so I want to talk about 20 things that have really grown my business and that are non-negotiables for me. And so I think these are going to help you. So if you're listening while you're in the car, make sure that you take note of these uh, and listen again when you're not driving. Um, But I definitely think these are worth noting. And if we're not doing them, or if we can improve on them, that is always going to be huge. Number one, it is your responsibility to protect your online presence, meaning that your online presence is part of your business. It means that if someone were to hack your platform, if someone were to hack your email address, the, anything that you have to log into, that is your responsibility. Safety is of utmost importance, and this is coming from someone who has been hacked and felt violated, who has had her ad accounts broken into, and all of those things. My best advice is to use very strong passwords and use a program like um, LastPass so you don't have to remember these passwords because they should be passwords that you can't remember. I'm just saying. They really need to be difficult to crack. And then the next thing is is that anything that allows you to have two-factor authentication, I think is how you say it, um, make sure that you have that. You always will have your phone with you, most likely, and your phone can send you that email uh, or sorry, that text message that has the numbers on it to log and give you access into something. It is so vital to have extra safety, extra security measures on your platforms, on your payments, on your funnel software, uh, on your podcast login, whatever it is. It's so vital because you never know who can get access to that and start putting their own content on that platform that you've built so long for yourself. Number two, being authentic to you and your audience will get you further than anything else. But most people will not be authentic. Most people struggle being real. Most people are trying to copy somebody else. They're trying to be like everybody else and they're not showing up as them, which means they're struggling relating with their audience. They're struggling creating raving fans. It's just going to vary. It's it's really going to show in the results that you get. Be authentic always. It doesn't mean we have to talk about when we have an open wound or a scab, but definitely when there's a scar and it's something that we can talk about, be real, be authentic, don't hide things. You never know what your story can help somebody else do. It can make them believe in themselves. It can turn their life around, seeing how you've turned yours around, right? Having those breakthroughs after the breakdowns and the comebacks after you know the fail the failures and the worst times in your life those are the stories that people want to hear those are the things that people want to hear more about we get to inspire our audience and if we're trying to be a leader in an industry if we're trying to be a example or um, someone that teaches and mentors other people it's our responsibility to do that number three it is also our responsibility to work on our emotional intelligence Your mind is a powerful thing and you get to protect it. And when I say this, sure, it's great to read 10 minutes of a personal development book every single day. But what's the work that we're doing? The emotional intelligence work is very unsexy work. It's probably not the stuff that you're plasting all over social media saying that you're doing. You're not sharing it. It's journaling. It's getting deep. It's getting the real raw and ugly out and understanding why we have those feelings, understanding how to 
how to deal with those feelings, right? And those emotions. And it is just something that I have just started tapping into in the past 18 months. And I've not even like scratched the surface, friends. I'm just going to say that I've not even scratched the surface, but I can't imagine where I would be had I not started when I did. And so it's very, very important. So inner work, a lot of people call it inner work, but emotional intelligence is huge, especially as a business owner. Um, number four, if you want to be a leader in any industry um, or a mentor or coach people, I do believe it's your responsibility to be trauma-informed. I have just recently signed up for to be a trauma-informed coach. I think it is vital to be able to help support and serve the people that I mentor. Um, that is very important to me. It is uh, something that I obviously don't want to traumatize anybody who is going through trauma or has had past trauma any more than they have been, right? Um, so I want to be an outlet and a leader in this situation and so in those situations. So that is something that I chose to do. Um, and even though I haven't done it yet, I have just seen so many things online that just leads to this is important. This is why we get to be doing this work. Number five, consistency beats talent and good intentions in anything that you do. If you can be consistent with your marketing, if you can be consistent with your um, your planting seeds, however that looks or however you do that in your business, right? You're always going to be reaping some type of harvest. So it is so vital to be consistent. Consistency is the number one thing that I see the most successful people that they do. They don't make excuses. They are very consistent in what they do. And most people struggle with consistency because there's no instant gratification. It's a that compound effect, right? It is something you see results of over time. Rarely in 24 hours or rarely in seven days, right? So what consistent actions do you get to be more consistent with, right? And so you obviously know what that is. It's probably been bugging you or subconsciously bugging you. And so you get to implement those and work on those. All right, number six, the two things holding all entrepreneurs back are honesty and transparency. Number one with themselves and number two with their clients and customers, I heard Marcus Luminosi, I, I pretty much probably jacked his name up, but he was speaking at FHL and when they asked him what are the two things, entrepreneur, or what are the things holding entrepreneurs back, he said there's only two, honesty and transparency. And I thought that was really powerful. Number one, it's really hard to be honest with um, our audience. It's really hard to be honest with our team members if we are struggling being honest with ourselves. And so we all get to work on that. It's vulnerable. Um, it's saying I'm wrong sometimes, but again, as a leader, it is, it is very vital that you're honest and transparent. Number seven, you do not have to hustle to grow the business of your dreams. Now I still use the word hustle, but I mean it in a different way than I think most people mean. So for an example, if I have two hours to work on my business, I am hustling those two hours. I'm dying. I'm not going to lie. But then if I have two hours to binge watch a show on Netflix with my daughter, I am hustling. <laughs> I'm hustling Netflix. I'm, I'm hustling my binge, my binging, right? Like, so basically what I mean to say is I am all in in everything that I do. 
while I'm doing it. But that doesn't mean the two hours I'm doing Netflixing, it doesn't mean I'm picking up my phone, refreshing the screen every minute. It doesn't mean I'm looking at anything else. I'm literally Netflixing, right? I'm binging. But when I'm working on my business, I'm working on my business. And I'm laser focused. And that's how I get so much more done. And that's very, very important. All right. Um, Number eight, your why gets to be powerful enough for you to show up and want to be consistent with the actions that you know are needle moving in your business. So many people say, I hate video. I hate social media. I hate content creation. I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate. The thing that we aren't acknowledging is that that hate, that thing you hate, could be the first line, like the first introduction that somebody has to you. So why are we hating it so bad? Would we literally go to a networking event and sit over in the corner with our arms crossed and be like, I'm not doing this? Okay, maybe some people would, but for the most part, you're going to a networking event with intention, right? You're going with intention and you are going to meet people. Your piece of content can do that for you. If you're willing to be consistent with it, if you're willing to put some time into it. The great thing about great content creation is, yeah, at first it seems like it might take a while because we have to think about it, but eventually you're so passionate about what you do, you don't think about it. Go to my personal Facebook page any day and see me testing content left and right. I don't care. If I have five ideas in a row, I'm posting five ideas in a row. It's just, it is what it is. I want to see what captures people's attention. I want to see what I'm going to post also on Instagram or LinkedIn or create a YouTube video from. I put my thoughts down. Literally, it's like a journal to me. And I put it all out there. And then I go back and use that as, okay, what am I going to recreate? What am I going to post today? Like this week, for example, my content has been fire. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've been on fire. My content's been on fire. I've got a ton of comments and engagement and shares and it's on fire. I mean, that's just all there is to it. And so I want you to experience that as well. Having a content on fire, it all comes from your passion. It all comes from your why, your love of your business. So if you want more powerful content, fall in love with your business again. Be passionate about what you do. Get deep enough with your why. Number nine, visibility is powerful, but it's not always video. It's actually more than that. Visibility has to do with how people see you. It's how you show up. It's how you're found. It's so much more than video. Visibility is seeing the path that is possible. It's getting the roadmap to help you reach the goals that you want to reach. Visibility is having a vision of your business and making sure that everything, every piece of content, everything that you put out is always aligned with that vision. So how are you being seen? How are people seeing you? My favorite quote, it's not your customer's job to remember who you are. It's your job to show up so much they don't have a chance to forget you. Is that something that you're working on or you're doing? Number 10, get uncomfortable. 
I don't need to go any deeper into this, but get uncomfortable. It will change your life and it will change your business period. Try new things. Put yourself out there. Charge 20% extra on your prices. Yeah, it's uncomfortable, right? Raise them 20%. Start paying more for programs and mentorship. Stretch yourself. Get uncomfortable. Stop staying in your stupid comfort zone. Yes, it feels safe there now. But in the long run, you are not growing. And I love you, but I'm not going to say but. I love you and you can get uncomfortable. I love you and I know what uncomfortable getting uncomfortable will do for you. I know the growth and the trajectory of your business it can take you in. I'm not messing around. Get uncomfortable. All right, number 11, going all in looks different to everyone. So, so many people say, I'm going all in, I'm all in, I'm all in, I'm all in. But everyone's effort level is different when it comes to all in, right? The one thing I will tell you is if you ever want to go all in, it should be uncomfortable. And I know uncomfortable was number 10, but this is all in uncomfortable. It's number 11. It should not be easy. Love you. That's just the way it is. It's, it's not going to be easy, right? It doesn't mean hustle. It doesn't mean work 50 hours a week. It means do the work while you're doing the work. Be all in when you're doing the work. Number 12. Belief in yourself. Belief in the sale. Belief in people buying is so important for a thriving business. When you believe in yourself, that confidence is seen in others when you show up. It's seen when you decide to get on video. It's seen when you decide to do a master class. That belief is huge. And I've always told anybody that works with me, if you don't have the belief now, that's okay. Borrow mine until yours is there. But your goal should always be to believe in yourself. You don't bring the table, you are the table. You don't need to bring anything to the table. You are the table. Own your bigness. Own your power. Own the wins you've gotten for yourself and others. Own it. Own it, own it, own it. Believe in yourself. Number 13, stop allowing things to mean things that they don't. Oh, okay. So this is a huge Chrissy guilty thing. I used to be very guilty of this. And I thankfully, I don't, I won't think you'll ever get completely over it, but it, it's not as bad as it used to be. When people don't buy, it means I suck. When people don't buy, it means I priced it too high. When people don't buy, it means they don't like me. No. None of that is true. People buy when they're ready. People buy when they desire something. People buy when they're in pain. People don't buy just because you decide to put a program out. Should we build raving fans that desire? Yes, but that takes time. But it also doesn't mean we'll always sell it. It doesn't mean we'll sell it at the early bird or the pre-sell or the full price. Maybe people wait till the full price. Maybe... They all buy at early bird, right? We put so much pressure on ourselves and make everything mean something. If you're not getting followers on your platforms, 
we automatically think it means we suck, our content sucks, and we should stop. Now, could that be true? Yes, we could probably always, no, we can always, everyone, including me, improve on our content game. And if you're not, you're doing your business and your audience a disservice, just saying. But stop making everything mean something. People buy in a different timeline than we want them to, and that's okay. Number 14, stop doing things that you hate and that you aren't aligned with just because you see everybody else doing it. One of the things I decided this year was to stop doing sales calls. Number one, I hate them. They feel gross. Now, if somebody wants to get on a call with me to decide a program, right now I'm okay with that, but it's not something that I promote and it's not something that I talk about. I don't invite people to talk on the phone. Number one, I talk a lot to introverts. They don't want to get on the phone and they definitely don't want to get on a Zoom call. It doesn't feel aligned. And I was putting on my pressure, this pressure on myself to get sales calls, to get people on a call so I could talk them into buying something. And also, I don't want to talk people into buying something. I'm sorry. It's gross. It doesn't feel good. I want people to desire to work with me. I want people to work with me because they want to work with me. Not because they feel like they have to. Or that I talk them into it. I never want that feeling. And it's just not... I've been to the to the mall where there's people talk you into something that you didn't really want. And it just, and you walk away thinking, what did I just do? What did I just say yes to? I never want someone to have that feeling when they purchase or they work with me. Number 15, find a way to create raving fans. We've talked about a lot of ways that you can do this. Number one, like uh, showing up authentically, right? knowing who we serve, knowing our why, being consistent. But find ways to create raving fans. Those raving fans will share your content. Those raving fans will tell other people about you. Those raving fans will buy everything every time. Create raving fans. Number 16, pick one platform to master and stop going to every freaking platform thinking that you're going to reach the masses that way master one platform and until you've mastered it stay there then once you've mastered it go to the next one I think a lot of times people see me on every single platform and they're like oh I need to do that too I call myself the visibility queen no you don't you don't need to do it it is very hard to be consistent on multiple platforms when you have a team, it's easier, but you get to stop putting this pressure on yourself because my guess is even if you're posting on every platform, you're not engaging on every platform. You're not doing the things intentionally on every platform. You're not going live on every platform. You're not doing the things that are moving the needle forward on all the platforms. Start with one, then add another. Number 17. Oh. This is my baby right here. I love this one. Invest, invest, invest. Invest in your health. Invest in yourself. Invest in your business. Invest money amounts that stretch you. Invest money amounts that make you feel like you literally are going to like throw up. The more you invest, the more you grow. The more you invest, the more you stretch yourself. 
this year has been a huge investment year for me. And I don't regret any of it. I have learned so much. I have grown so much and I will continue to grow because of that. Number 18, build your list. Build your list, my friend. Social media, you do not own social media. Plain and simple. Platforms go down. People lose their accounts. Just like I talked about number one, all that security stuff. We got we to stay up on it. It still doesn't mean it's foolproof. But it is your job to build your list, to build an asset that is not owned by any social media platform. Build your list. Number 19, I can't go without build your list um, and not say email your list. So many people are like, well, I only have like 10 people on my list. So what? None of those 10 people know that you only have 10 people. It's not like a social media platform where they see exactly how many people you email. They have no idea. If you want that 10 people to get to 1,000, email them like you already have 1,000. Stop ignoring your list. Email them and they will come. You'll be adding more and more and more and more and more. It's so important. And number 20, even though I could probably go to 50 with these, 20 just sounds like a really good number since this is the 200th episode. Number 20 is be a guest and get in front of other people's audiences. Stop playing small thinking that you have to find these audiences yourself. Stop playing small thinking you have to build your list all by yourself. Be on podcasts, interview, um, allow people to interview in their Facebook groups, allow people to interview you for their programs. Stop playing small, get out of your comfort zone and get in front of others' audiences. It builds trust super fast with their audience. You will never regret getting outside of your current circle and network and growing it to be larger than you ever imagined. The question is, will you do it? I've given you 20 things that you can do to really implement and grow your business and things that I do successfully, consistently. The question is, which one do you need to work on? Which one are you going to work on? Or are you going to listen to this and walk away and forget it and be like, no, I'm not doing that. I know the power in these and I wouldn't have brought them up If there wasn't power in them, re-listen if you need to make notes if you need to, but let's get some execution going on. My friends, let's execute these. Let's implement these and let's grow the big business of our dreams.